up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out another edition of the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the podcast, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman, and the host site is March4th.podbean.com. The link tree is in the podcast description. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow, and I greatly appreciate you guys checking out another edition of the podcast, or maybe you're a first-time listener, and if that's the case, welcome aboard, man. Really appreciate you guys listening to the show. This week, I'm really pumped, man. I mean, I'm pumped every time I do these, to be honest with you, because I love doing this podcast so much, but I'm just really excited for the direction that everything is heading in with the show, with myself, when I look at where I was a year ago to where I am now, not just with this podcast, but just where I'm at as a person. I'm just really grateful and thankful for this journey that I've been on because the people who have supported me, the people who have stuck with me, who have stayed by my side, have really been there for me, man. And in addition to that, just putting in the work with the show, trying to make sure that it sounds good, trying to make sure that I give you guys great guests, you know, people who I respect and admire, whether they're musicians or business owners or friends and colleagues of mine. Like, it's really cool to see the show growing incrementally. And last week, if you guys hadn't heard, um, I got an opportunity to be featured in the Nashville Voyager which is a really cool magazine that features people on the come up, you know, whether it's creatives in the community, people who are, you know, business owners or, you know, podcasters like me, musicians, you name it. Like it's it's a really cool uh, thing that happened in terms of being featured in their portraits of Nash- Nashville section. Uh, say that three times fast, but um, but yeah, so it was really cool to have a Q and A done. I've in all my years of of you know, whether it's podcasting or when I used to do music feature writing, interviews that I've done, this is the first time that I've been on the other side where somebody has reached out to me to learn more about my story and my path and what I'm doing with this podcast. So it was really cool. Shout out to Stephanie and the team over at the Nashville Voyager for featuring me in that. It's a really awesome opportunity and especially in a city like like Nashville, man, you know, the music city to to really just be in this position is, is really humbling and um, it's an honor, man. It really is. And uh, I talked a little bit about, you know, my, my anxiety and panic attacks and OCD tendencies and stuff, things that I work through, through therapy, through exercise, and just, you know, trying to eat right, trying to sleep right. Music is obviously a huge part of that, not to sound like a meathead or anything, but you know, when I, when I uh, work out, whether it's uh, lifting or, cardio and I put on some some heavy music you know or I put on some juice world some rap you know whatever it is man like it it really gets my blood flowing and helps me just recenter myself you just feel so good when you're done so if you're not somebody who's exercising man I highly encourage it because just speaking for myself it's been great for my mental health man but uh but yeah so between the national voyager feature and just really looking back on last year to this year man it's just been really cool um to get this bad boy in the place where it is now where it's growing and people are checking out the show and uh i really am just humbled by all of it man so shout out to everybody who's on board with me who's stuck by my side through thick and thin who's encouraged me uh and all the guests who take the time to do this podcast man it's uh it's really cool and i'm just really grateful 
And speaking of grateful men, this week's guests I'm really excited about to have on the show. They are none other than Mike Boyer and John Mark McKenna. They're a tag team in a musical project called Temples. You can follow them on Instagram at temples underscore US, but each of them on their own are very creative dudes. And anytime I get a chance to feature anybody on this podcast who comes from the Midwest, like I am from, I'm from Ohio. These guys are out of the Chicago area in Illinois. It's just really cool, man. I just got a ton of respect for Midwest artists. I feel like sometimes people overlook all the talent that comes out of the Midwest because things in the United States tend to be outside of Nashville where I am. They tend to be bi-coastal. You know, there's a lot of L.A. heat. There's a lot of New York heat, you know, East Coast, West Coast. Um, and I feel like sometimes people just, you know, forget about the Midwest. You know, you know you've got Atlanta, you've got Nashville, you've got the South, and people – People tend to forget about us, man. And so anytime I get the opportunity to feature anybody from the part of the country where I'm from, it's always a beautiful thing. John actually put together a really cool visual, um, a graphic, if you will, for this podcast playlist that I have for my March 4th podcast. March 4th, uh, it's um, you know a podcast, for those of you who aren't aware, where we share stories of perseverance and moving forward. But I have a lot of musicians on the show, so one thing that I did late last year is I put together a Volume 1 playlist for all the guests that I've had on since, like, 2020. So it's uh, if you want to check that out, I'll put the link in the podcast description. It's on my Spotify. But I got hooked up with, uh, with John through a mutual friend, Colton. Shout out to Colton Bad Mentality. He's, he's making some really cool stuff right now, too. And he recommended John to me for, for putting together a cool graphic for my podcast playlist, man. And uh, it was just a, a way for me to, you know, show respect to all the artists who have taken the time to come on this show. And uh, John did a great job, man. I sent him a couple of things and he just made like a really cool visual that I shared on my Instagram. I got to I gotta put that up again. But uh, so that's how I got linked up with John. And he's also a dope musician. And uh, in addition to that, his friend, and collaborator Mike, who goes by Charlie Mike, at Charlie Mike on Instagram, and that's Charlie with a V. Again, the links will be in the podcast description. But uh, Mike's a rapper. He makes beats. And he also does this Temples project with John, which is more in the, I guess you could say, the metalcore, gent kind of heavy music vibe, which is right up my alley. So I got in touch with these guys because their most recent single, which just came out in April, is called Avoidant, and it's about attachment, the avoidant attachment style, you know, learning how past relationships have affected them, and, um, you know, talking about people who desire intimacy and closeness, but they fear intimacy because of their attachment experiences, and I really related to the theme of the song. It's it's a great song musically, and um, as you guys will hear about on this podcast, both of these guys sing on it, so it just goes to show you their talent, man, between John and Mike, and uh, I just, I got a lot of love for, for both of these dudes. Like I said, just coming out of the Midwest, I love Chicago, it's an awesome city, but also, as you guys will hear in this conversation, just their journeys with music, how they collaborate with each other, making this Temple's music project, and other things that they've got working on, so um, real quick, 315 Audio and Media, by the way, is john's uh, company where he does music videos and visuals like i was talking about for for my podcast playlist so those links will be in the podcast description but yeah just really creative dudes who are doing their thing musically and creatively and uh that's what i'm trying to do over here with my creative stuff so without further ado 
I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Mike Boyer and John Mark McKenna of Temples. Here it is. John, Mike, I appreciate you. And, and Mike, do you like Michael, Mikey? What, what do you go by, man? I mean, I know your <laughs> hey, recording man. name is Charlie Mike, but right? Yeah, there we go. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, DJ Mikey B. We can go DJ with that. DJ Mikey B. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can call him Charlie. You can call him Mikey B. You yeah. can call him Michael. No, Mike's totally fine, man. Mike totally works. Michael's also cool. So, Okay, yeah. Just let me know whatever you prefer, man, because I'm also a fellow fellow Mike. So what's up? But uh, my friends in Nashville call me Mikey. Most of the people that I know call me like Bauman friends back home by my last name. So I feel you, man. Um, So just to kick this off, um, why don't you guys tell people your name and, you know, the the music that you play. And then that way, when you guys talk throughout the podcast, everybody knows who's speaking, man. Totally. Um, So yeah, my name is John McKenna and I perform and write and do some composition and production for Temples, Temples US. Yeah, that's our project. And my name is also Mike. Uh, Charlie Mike is my solo artist name. I'm a rapper, producer. Um, and I also work alongside this guy writing for Temples. Um, and yeah, he's also doing music video stuff too for 315 Audio Media. Uh, so mm-hmm. hands in a few baskets, just trying to stay active. And yeah, we're always busy out here. Definitely. Yeah, I was checking out the uh, well. one. I'm, thank you guys for doing this. And especially anytime somebody from the Midwest, like I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. So it's only about a four hour drive from Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can tell in the, the granulated people can't see this because it's just audio. But if you guys can see, like I've got a picture of Michael Jordan dunking over Patrick Ewing over my my right shoulder. Oh, nice. So that's super cool. So yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, MJ fan growing up. I'm a Pistons fan. I know those things kind of collide because of the the rivalry back in the day, a little bit before my time, but, um, but I love Chicago, man. It's a great food city, great music city. So yeah, I guess let's just start there. I mean, how long have you guys known each other and how long have you been working together? Totally, man. Yeah. We've met each other. Uh, what, like, was it six years ago? I think almost five uh, years ago. Now. That was uh, yeah, five years ago at least. Yeah, uh, we started playing in a group together, and then uh, parted ways from that group, and then we still remain friends uh, basically. And now we've just been working on projects ever since. Um, and yeah, so we just started really working hard on stuff probably over the course of these past two two and a two half years, years or so. Two and a half years for sure. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, he's always had his project temples uh, for this past little while too, and a couple other projects um but yeah we've been definitely friends for about five six years or so and how did you guys initially connect was it was it just um people in the same area looking to jam and get like a band together it's an interesting story actually um so uh before i met michael i was uh performing in a band called polarities also from chicago and we were mulling around producers that we were just thinking of who can record our next song who can do some mixing work for us and my vocalist at the time uh, reached out to his vocalist of his other band that we eventually both joined in together with. But so we tried out a uh, recording with them and that's how I initially met Michael and that band. And from then we just kind of started working together uh, with that project, playing shows around Chicago and really getting to know each other on the stage after a while. And we always kind of had this, rhythm to us as a guitarist and a drummer we just always kind of we had a really cool vibe i feel like when we were performing we would write 
and that's kind of how that like really started yeah it's still going that way now right he's writing mad riffs over here and i'm, I'm filling the drums in and it works out so <laughs> <laughs> that's cool man so so shy town like what's the music scene like there i mean obviously it's got a pretty good music history i know um you know, back in the day, Disturbed was coming up in Chicago in the like the mid late nineties, and Dude, they disturbed, have, man. yeah, they've <laughs> obviously like blown up. But um, what's what's it what's it like there? I mean, as like a, a local band, is it are there good places that are good for getting shows? Is it do you really got to dig to make totally. your name because it's a big totally. city? Like how how's that process working in Chicago? It's very uh, it's still active out here. Chicago's always pretty active for sure, like New York and. LA is just another very uh, fast moving city and um, there's always shows. So even right now there's plenty of like shows going on, like uh, sub T bottom lounge. Uh, those are just like some of the popular venues. Um, we got some forage out here in Joliet, kind of representing Chicago. We got WC social club and these are all popping clubs. That's still um, like every weekend there's friends of ours. We see going back there and these are venues that we would go to post uh, pre COVID and it's cool seeing the scene kind of real alive in, in the local sense and the playing live show sense. And everyone's kind of killing it. It's really cool seeing the Chicago community come back from it. And it seems like it's stronger than ever. We got bands from Chicago that are starting these tours and staying away from home, just on the road constantly. Again, seeing that is really cool. And these are all Chicago-based bands. So we all kind of healed together from that brief period of time when we all took that hiatus over COVID. But right. everyone really is a family out of Chicago, all these musicians, because we kind of all have the same sense that um, musicians, we only have each other kind of when it comes to who's got each other's backs and who's going to support you, who's going to kind of promote you with you. And there's always the, the cool fans out there that always support as much as they can, but it's these other musicians that understand that we really all are that all that we have and that's kind of the chicago musician mentality i feel like out here so it's a pretty supportive scene like people support each other totally yeah Definitely. to say the least it's a very supportive group out here so like the metal scene's going strong and there's even a huge definitely like huge rap scene a lot of chicago artists from out here too like producers and stuff and so it's definitely a very uh, versatile scene out here so it's pretty cool so yeah and isn't um uh he, he he's done a lot of records over the years but johnny k isn't johnny k based in chicago producer i know he's totally. done like disturbed yeah. seven dust i think he did a machine yeah. head record back in the day um, yeah yeah like and i feel like chicago that's why i love talking to midwest people because there's a certain like no bs grit i feel like and i don't know if it's just because of like the weather you know <laughs> cold and gray but like you know toledo <laughs> where i grew up was a lot like that too where it was just like like I, I live in Nashville and um, and I love it here because it's like a cultural melting pot. And obviously it's like the music city. And when I came here, you know, I was I was just I was 27. I had lived in the Midwest my whole life. I had spent my whole life between southeast Michigan and northwest Ohio, Toledo. And um, I thought everything was just going to be country down here. But it's it's everything. It's country. It's totally. rap. It's rock. There's metal. I mean, like and the um, kid rock bar man there's like so much cool stuff out there so many like cool venues like i went out there last year not to cut you off but it was a cool spot for sure i was gonna say did you enjoy yourself did you, did you check it out totally like man that, it, like was, Broadway it was awesome. and all that stuff definitely we did not get to go to the kid rock bar but just seeing like all the rooftop bars and, like all the like the live just uh energy out there you know everyone's just out there having a good time and 
a lot of just everywhere you look, there's so many bands. Like we walk in and there's just like stories of bands playing, you know, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. You can go into whole mall bars here and it's like, you'll, you'll be like, Oh my God, this is one of the best singers I've ever seen. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. But yeah, so I, I, Chicago, I had a chance to go there a few times over the years. Um, my mom and my stepdad actually got married on a riverboat, uh, going, going down like the river. Like it was awesome. Um, when I was like that's 16. So cool. It's it's an awesome city, man. But that's cool to hear that the music scene is supportive because you never know. You know, you, sometimes you got people like I I always feel like there's a difference between trying to be the best at what you do versus being like king of the mountain. You know, I feel like sometimes if you're trying to be king of the mountain, that can get kind of like you can turn people off. You can alienate yourself. And I like I always yeah, try to exactly. be conscious of that. Like I'm not trying to like I always try to just be the best at what I do. Like it's me versus me. It's not me versus other people. It's like. How can I be the best at what I do? How can I lift other people up? You know what I mean? Totally, man. Mm-hmm. I like that mentality for sure. You know, everyone's, you know, it's a scene. Everyone's got something different to contribute. No one's better than, you know, the next guy. And, you know, everyone's got something creative to contribute, you know, at the end of the day. So so how did you guys get into music as individuals? Like what what was, because obviously like, uh, Michael, you have your project, Charlie Mike, which is your, your rapping. And by the way, I, I watched um gosh i'm trying to remember the name of the single now but but john you did the the video for it you're like walking on was it like lakeshore like right right on the lake michigan yeah yeah it was a free fall and then he also did the video for blurry so blurry is one of them in free fall um and that's been very fun too so i've growing up i was super influenced by either like eminem type stuff where i listened to disturb and uh, slipknot you know so uh, just pretty much dabbling with trying to fuse those two styles has been fun. Just producing like heavy beats and rapping and screaming and seeing what flows. And and it was definitely fun with them doing the music video. We were just out. It was cold as fuck that day. Oh, but man. Yeah. We were out just walking yeah. around just like, fuck it. It was about an hour long. And then we were like, <laughs> all right, we got to get the fuck out of here. Get back I was going to say, it looked like a dreary Midwest evening. I was like, it, it fit the, the vibe of the video, though, perfectly. Totally. Fuck yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. It was perfect. Yeah, that time was perfect. The clouds were just super low and the definitely the, the lighting was perspective like over the water and like seeing the like a backdrop of the city totally. on such a gloomy day is, is a really cool vibe and we got lucky with that we obviously just went out to film a music video out in chicago and we got lucky and got this really cool backdrop of the skies and we had to pay for it by being super cold yeah. and taking short increments of time to record a little bit of footage here get the hell back in the car and warm up for 20 minutes. Exactly. Drive to the next location and do that about six, seven times. And by the end of it, we were freezing and we were over it and we got the hell out of there and warmed up. But it was worth it though. It came out cool. So another video in the works. I'm sure we're going to be putting something together soon. New music is always in the works, new beats, new just demo. So new things to be on the way to hopefully doing something soon for that. So always. Yeah, it turned out great, man. I feel like I feel like if if Batman had like a rap song on his playlist, that would be that song and that music video. That totally had like a Gotham City vibe. Gotham City. I was just oh, like, yeah. The that's lyrics were kind of cool. like darker, but it was just, it was hard. I was like, that's awesome. Um, Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And, and, and John, what about you, man? Like, what what bit you with the music bug? Because obviously, Temples is you know heavier in that metalcore vein. I mean, has has heavy music always been something that grabbed you? Did somebody introduce it to you, or did you just gravitate towards it on your own? Um, so I had uh, my parents uh, bringing me up. They were always listening to Aerosmith and Rush and like Motley Crue and these 
huge yeah. bands from from that era and so i was always just around it and rush especially for my dad he was the biggest rush fan and still is the biggest rush fan on the planet i'm convinced and we listening to it all the time and so these odd time signatures are just like going into my head at, at a, an infant age so since then i gravitated towards i think floyd of course and then i heard metallica on the radio like age six age five maybe and i'm like dad who is this what is this and <laughs> enter, enter sandman and uh that was a pivotal moment for sure for me just hearing metallica and i didn't know that you could just make sound like that and show an emotion like that with these instruments same for sure so just it was metallica for sure metallica mm -hmm. metallica man Howdy. and of course megadeth the the, the duo of course Totally. When did you start playing guitar, though? Wasn't it like pretty young? Pretty young, yeah. I think I was about 10 or 11 years, years old. For that sure. Is Fender Squire. And, nice. Um, hell yeah. It was a, a good guitar I still had. Um, and I just kind of started dabbling around with the drop tunes pretty early, just going down the drop D and playing as much Metallica as I can. And then I kind of started getting into... Um, more bands like Tesseract and um, who else like Meshuggah. Of course, Meshuggah. Meshuggah was deep in, in those roots for both of us and definitely Tool. So yeah, because the Temples vibe, definitely the the singles, and I and I obviously I hope everybody when you know when you're listening to this, you know, listen to the podcast and then go check out Temples, listen to the full combo. But like, it's definitely um, there's there's like a percussive vibe, especially with like the riffs and the drums and the you know, the, the tempo of it, like it uh -huh. has that, like, so, um, that, that didn't surprise me at all. When, when you, when you told me, Michael, that like you play the drums and now hearing you, John say that you guys like Mushuga and like Tesseract and stuff. Cause it's got like that, it's got that, like that bounce to it and that percussiveness to it, which, which I love. Cause like, um, not that it sounds like that, but like, um, one of my favorite bands is seven dust, you know, and they have like a real, boom, 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 like there's like totally. a bounce to it, you know what I mean? Um, so mm -hmm. not again, I'm not trying to confuse people like Temples doesn't sound anything like Seven does. But when you said Meshuggah, I was like, that definitely makes sense because your yeah. riffs, you know, um, especially points in uh, avoidant, like during the chorus and stuff, it's got like that. I don't I, that's the only word that comes to mind is like percussive, you know, and I really dig that. Appreciate it, man. Definitely. We uh, I think that's just kind of what comes out. We write kind of just more pocket type mm -hmm. stuff. I'm yeah. more just like a, I like stuff yeah. that. Kind of like you said, just bounces and kind of. We love our staccato style instrumentation. We're always uh, just gentle away over here in any fashion that we can. Anything you can jump to is cool, right? You got to be able to bounce to it. Totally. If you can bounce to it, then it's probably a temple song. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's and I and I've always loved groove with my metal, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm -hmm. that's like the A one for the steak. You know what I mean? Like totally. I've I've oh, always yeah. loved I've always loved bands that had that groove to them. Corn is one of my favorite bands ever. Changed the game in the in the mid '90s. You know, anybody who plays oh, a right. down tune seven string owes those guys a sandwich. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, man, those <laughs> um, are the OGs right there. Corn. Yeah, you know, and then they were mixing in like the the eight oh eights. You know what I mean? With uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's just like yeah, those guys those guys took it to another level and they still sound amazing um they still totally. sound great but so well, how did. did how did things um for you two eventually develop into temples because the first single was it fog lights was that the first one that came out in yes. 2019 yeah so how did yeah. you guys eventually get to you know you mentioned meeting each other what like six years ago you know being in being in different bands coming together playing music how did the temples thing eventually come together 
so uh, temples is um so it kind of started as the folder name for just a random drop that I can just throw demos in while I was working with a couple other musicians, just something that I can like put on a back burner. And Temples was just the name of the folder. And for two years or so, two, three years, that's how it stayed for the most part until 20, um, 2018, 2019, when Fog Lights dropped, I kind of realized that I got some cool songs in this little folder of mine, so I'm going to start producing these songs and get them to a point where I can just put it out and say, hey, I put this song out. And we had a different vocalist. It was just myself at first. And I found this other vocalist and he would perform on the songs for three of the songs that we released previously. And I just kind of started working on more music from there. And then um, I got in touch with Michael again after uh, maybe about a, a year or so that, that we kind of didn't talk for some reason after things kind of fizzled out with our other project. Yeah. So I reached back out to him and he gets involved and he starts producing with me. We start co-producing these songs that I kind of prepared over the last four years as just background and stuff. And then we came in around the end of Daha. Totally, yeah. So like exactly like three year mark or so is about that's how long I know it's been out about two and a half three years ago so I know that came out um, two years ago about a year, year and a half back 2020 something like that so quite two years ago me and Mike got back in touch and he's been it's been me and him just oh, yeah. exclusively this this last little bit of time the last two years yeah we've written maybe what like Definitely a whole length, you know, we're not going to put anything out there like that, I guess not. <laughs> we got a full length of songs, you know, we got a full catalog of songs, we're just going to start slowly releasing them. And yeah. yeah, just a lot of mixing, writing, and just messing around with ideas. It's been pretty fun, so. Yeah, definitely so, very fun. So who was singing on, um, you mentioned you had a different singer for some of the early ones because you had Fog Lights, and then was it Dogma, Anoxia was the next one? Yes. And then um, you had N. Nadaha, am I saying that right? Yes, you are. And uh, that was with uh, Frank Rosado. And now the latest one that came out on April 2nd was Avoided. Okay, so yeah. Um, Frank Rosado. Yeah, Frank Rosado is a, is a very talented musician, not just a vocalist. He's a talented musician from Chicago with us in the morning for a couple of years. Totally. So he featured on that second to last single that we put out in the Daha, and it turned out really cool. And previous to that, and including... That song, those first three songs that we released, we had um, a guy named Matthew would come on and do vocals with us. He would perform and uh, just sit in on some stuff that we would do. And for a couple of years, that's how it stayed. And then eventually he parted ways and Michael really started taking over these co-vocal responsibilities with me on these songs. And that's kind of where all that eventually is, or where it is now. Yeah. Anyway. Now we're still developing, you know, just we got songs, you know, pretty much ready to go, but we're finalizing stuff and hopefully looking to do the next stage, which would be, you know, show is maybe in the next, you know, half a year or so, you know, maybe summertime, start getting some stuff mm-hmm. going. But, you That's know, we had a, a merch store just launched yesterday as well. So hopefully fun with some stuff and we can get something big going. Totally. So is that is that both of you guys on avoidant singing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So pretty, pretty both. 50, 50, yeah, I would say. Pretty much 
Uh, I wrote the drums on there and he wrote all the guitar on there. That's for sure. Or no, actually, wait, the way. We wrote it yeah. with, with each other. It was uh, like, fuck, which song did you write? Which song did I write? <laughs> it's, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of sessions between us for sure. I always fucking forget. But yeah. Yeah, so uh, avoidant. I really, I really loved it, man. Um, and again, just you know, reading about the the message behind the song, listening to it multiple times. Like for people uh, listening to this, uh, it's about avoidant attachment. So basically, it's um, you're talking about how you know you want you want intimacy and you want closeness in a relationship, but you you inevitably end up pushing people away because of kind of how you learned with your attachment styles and. Uh, um, not to go too deep into to my relationship that that fell apart last year, but I I related to a lot of that in there. You know what I mean? I feel like there was definitely shades of that and kind of what I went through, you know, and because uh, the end of my relationship was like really abrupt. So so when I when we were messaging John and I said, yeah, that song really hit home with me. There, there's a there's a lot of that. So, um, again, not that I'm going to go into personal details about you know, my ex or our relationship or anything, but just in terms of attachment styles and stuff and going through a breakup. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. You know, if you live long enough, you're going to probably get your heart stomped on at some point, but, um, but yeah, can you, can you just take people a little bit through the background to this song? Because it's, it's definitely a, a heavy theme. Um, but I mm-hmm. thought it was cool that you guys opened up about just the meaning behind it. That's uh, very cool of you to be so observant to that song. And I'm very glad that you were able to relate to it. That honestly made me super happy to hear that you could find so much meaning deep within the song like that. Because it is uh, um, a song that is at face value. It's got Medusa on the front of the cover. That's it. And the song is just avoiding attachment as the hook. And people get from that what they can. And some people, when they hear it, um, like myself, as someone that has avoiding attachment tendencies, they'll hear it and feel kind of that there's some other people out there that feel like they can't control the way that they want to respond emotionally to things because sometimes things are just kind of hard. And that's really just a problem that everyone that has that issue faces and it can come down to their relationships and the willpower with how much you want to dedicate to yourself or dedicate to something that you feel like is taking over. So rather than dealing with it that way, you step back from the relationships and getting close to people like that. And for some reason, for some of these people like myself, that's just easier than anything. And that song was just really about opening up about that. And to hear that you kind of revive with that, that's very cool. I'll say that again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, it definitely hit home um, just with some of the stuff that I went through and and um, some of the things that I've experienced, um, not only in my relationship, with, but with just different people, because um, there's there's different attachment styles for people listening to this, like there's avoidant and there's I think there's even variations of avoidant, like dismissive avoidant, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, there's like anxious attachment. Yeah, so fearful, um, fearful avoidant. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. The fearful avoidant. Yep. Yep. So it's, um, so yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I, that I went through in this last year in in terms of people in my life and in my periphery who have passed away, um, having a a relationship that I was in for, for three and a half years and pretty abruptly. So, you know, you start going down the rabbit hole and trying to like, it's like, 
you're you're putting something back together, but it's over. So it's like you're trying to put the pieces together. It's like a, a shattered mirror, and you're like, how did this all fall apart? And um, so as I was working through a lot of stuff this last year, emotionally dealing with my own anxieties and stuff like that. Um, there was some stuff I came upon when it came to avoiding stuff. And, and, and again, like I said, I won't, uh, peel back the onion too far out of respect for my ex. Cause I'm not somebody trying to air dirty laundry or anything like that. And, um, I hear you. you know what I mean? And, and at yeah. the same time, it's like, I, <laughs> for the record, I, I have no ill will towards her whatsoever. And, and, um, part of me will always love her and I hope she has a, a great life. But, um, but yeah, so when I listened to that song and I, I read the message that you guys posted about that, I thought it was cool that one, you're willing to be vulnerable, and uh, it just made things hit home even more. You know, I thought the production was great. I think one thing that's cool that you guys do that I hope people check out is that you also put out the instrumental versions of the tracks, which I think is cool because um, obviously I love the lyrics, but I think it's cool to hear just the the parts of the song, you know, and the mechanics of it and how it's all put together. But but yeah, for real, man, I really respect oh, uh, what you guys are doing, man. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Definitely. And uh, thank you for liking instrumental stuff because that's something that more bands need to be pushing. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to a lot of, uh, like, I like heavy stuff, but I listen to a lot of like post rock and stuff too. And then you've obviously got bands like Animals as Leaders, you know, which, you know, again, like, I think a lot of bands have taken. Uh, you know, Meshuggah was kind of like the blueprint for a lot of that sound. And then you had bands like Periphery, uh, Tesseract, and, you know, animals as leaders that continue to branch out and do their own thing. So I've always loved instrumental stuff. Um, and even like, you know, softer post-rock stuff, whether it's like explosions in the sky, hammock is based out of here in Nashville is like real cinematic-y, you know, um, uh, what's a moonlit sailors, another one I really love, but, uh, so yeah, I, I dig it when, uh, when I hear the instrumental stuff too, it's cool. Have you ever heard of uh, car bomb before? I have not. No. They're a super heavy fucking instrumental bass. Like they're like Mashuga, but they're just taking it to like a whole extra level. Of, let's just see how much we can throw you off. Like listening to this. <laughs> they're Car called bomb Car Bomb, huh? Yeah, oh, Car yeah. Bomb. Yeah, um, there's something. There's something else for sure. Something we're checking out. And then Chan as well. I don't know if you've heard of Chan. They're like Chan. a chiller band, but That's instrumental band. Like you know? Polyphia. You can think of Polyphia when you think of Chan thing. Yeah, Chan's a pretty cool band. Is Chan, is it C-H-A-N? Is that how you spell it? Uh, O-N, C-H-O-N. C-H-O-N, okay, cool. Yeah. No, I love it, man. Uh, I'm always uh, down to check out new music. I think um, that's a Sumerian Records group, Chan, Sumerian. Yeah, they've been on Sumerian Records uh, for a while. I remember that. I don't know about their recent stuff, actually, but they were they came up with Sumerian Records, I think, around that 2015, 2016. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. More instrumentals. We need more instrumentals. Definitely. <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> yeah, and, and, and the artwork for what you guys do is really awesome too. Um, like uh was it fog fog lights had kind of like that uh that Asian temple and Nadaha. Mm-hmm. Um I want to talk to you guys about Nadaha because I was like, I've never heard that word before. And then I looked it up and apparently there's like an Egyptian legend which is, is it El Nadaha? And it's basically like this tentress who comes out of the water with like this sweet voice and she like knows your name somehow, which really should be your first sign to ignore it because you're like, how the hell do you know my name? You know, Um, but she like lures in these men and like whispers sweet nothings in their ears and then like drowns them in the River Nile. And I was like, oh my God. So let's just start there with El Nadaha. How did you guys come upon 
are you guys like are you just into like ancient history and like like weird stuff like that as far as like legends and uh you know totally. um, lore and all that stuff how did you come up uh with the enadaha stuff we get we get pretty nerdy around here that's for sure but, yeah um, let's nerd out no i love it man. <laughs> I'm, I'm into all that stuff man right on man so so that song uh featuring frank rosado kind of started out with uh he reached out to me after um just a couple of years of us knowing each other that was kind of a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, I started writing in Adaha. And Frank reaches out to me and says, Hey John, let's do something. Let's write something heavy. And I'll I'll hop on vocals. And I was like, Yeah, dude, that sounds awesome. So I looked into the, the temples folder and there was a riff that I had made maybe four years ago that I popped in. And that just kind of took course from there. That song started all instrumental. And of course, and the theme of the song really didn't come until we started putting lyrics into it, but it just started as a really heavy, straightforward, technical kind of get your gent meat and potatoes and some bounce <laughs> elements in there. And then started writing some lyrics. And speaking of artwork, we've had the same graphic designer since our beginning, and that is Barnaby Oakley on CrossFit Productions in the he is an amazing graphic designer. The reason why we've been using him for four years. But so yeah, he makes these pieces for us um, according to just like the theme of the song that that we think we can commission this guy and he'll he'll make a cool idea out of it. And with Enadaha specifically, you know it on the head with the story. I'm glad you did your research on that because it is a really cool story for a song about and the lyrics kind of replicate that in, in a cool way to me. And we got, um, those are the three obelisks in Egypt and the blood moons and sure. the desert. And that was the, that was the theme of the setting of the song, more so, I suppose. You kind of, I don't like, unknowingly, I guess, wrote that vibe because it's like the, the beginning riff. The <laughs> it's kind of got that Egyptian. Yeah, it's got a real like Eastern, almost like sitar kind of vibe going on that that opening. Yeah, yeah, and it and it fades out at the end again. Like right, it goes back into that kind of at the end, if I'm not mistaken. It does, yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. No, dude, I love I love horror movies. I love um all that all that stuff like legends and stuff and urban legends and all that all that crazy stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, there's uh, Mammoth Caves is a national park in uh kentucky and it's it's probably like a little over an hour from where i live because i live you know a little northeast of of nashville of downtown Mm -hmm. and um it's huge like it's so big under there it's crazy like just i mean i don't even know how many miles worth of caves it is but um it's really trippy it's like it kind of reminded me of like the tv show lost i don't know if you guys ever watched that back in the day or not but um but like you you get in this van they they take like groups and you get in this van and they take you to this part of the woods, like you go through this trail and all of a sudden in the middle of the woods, there's just like this metal, like tiny metal structure, like it could probably fit in the middle, like the living room of my apartment. And there's just like a door, just like in the middle of the woods, you're like, that's, it's just weird. And then that door opens and you go down into the cave and you feel this rush of like cold air come at you. And, and it's like this big, I mean, it's really thin for the people listening to this, like I mean, it's, it's not much wider than your shoulders as you're walking down these steps. This one dude freaked out. He got claustrophobic immediately and like turned around and like walked out like before we even went in there. 
But <laughs> I say that story because one of my favorite horror movies is The Descent. I don't know if you've seen it or if any of the listeners have seen it, but it's a it's a really awesome horror movie that came out probably I don't know 2005, right around there. I was still in high school when it came out. Um, but it's it's about these people that go into this cave and this weird stuff happens. So anyway, so the story with the the River Nile and stuff, it just it just reminded me of like all that. Like I'm into all of that that kind of stuff. Like whether it's movies or shows or any any of those legends are I you know it's pretty cool. I'm I'm thankful that we live in like 2022 and not back then when there was like gins and like exactly. crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how much of it's real, but uh, I'm I'm very even with as crazy as the world is now, I'm very happy to be living in 2022 yeah. with running water and, uh, you know, people yeah. who aren't casting spells on the regular and stuff like that. But anyway, if that's a too weird of a turn for the listeners, I'm sorry. I go down these rabbit holes, but, um, up next is AI, right? Yeah. We got AI and robots. coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really so I guess just to put a, a, a button on this thing, you guys, um, avoidance done really well for you. I think what the last time I looked on Spotify, um, at the time people hear this, it'll be, it'll be the end of May. So it's probably going to be doing even better. Um, but just after a month, you're, you're already closing in, I think on like 3000 streams. I, I, I think it's, it might be like, I think the only one that's, that's got more right now for you guys, as far as temples is con- concerned is fog light. So what's it been like just to have that, that reception out the gate with this single? Um, it's definitely super cool considering that we kind of, um, what we have been doing anyway with how we release music is we get this one song and then we release it and then a year goes by, release another single a year goes by, and that's how that went. And then Enadaha was the last single that we put out, and then a year went by, of course. And then we dropped Avoidant, of course. But yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited for you guys, man. I'm glad that you came together. And I think it's cool that, uh, you know, Michael, like you were saying, you're, you're a rapper, you do beats as well. So I definitely encourage people to check that out and I'll put up all the links for everything, but, uh, but yeah, just to close this bad boy out, um, I'll give you guys the floor to promote your other stuff. Cause for, you know, like you mentioned at the top, John, you've got, uh, and Michael, you gave him a shout as well with 315 audio and media. You did an awesome, um, visual for me, for my podcast and the playlist. Um, so yeah, just promote promote the stuff that you guys uh, you guys are doing individually, and then also um, whatever you've got coming up for temples, man. Yeah. Right, right on. Man. Um, so we have a new song for temples coming out in a month, and we kept that a secret. And so that's just going to be coming out rather than a year from now, like I said <laughs> previously. But so we have this new song coming out with. Um, a line of merch to go with that hopefully and we got the new merch store going yesterday and some people are popping in getting their temples merch and it's cool to finally see that idea of mine from a couple years ago come to people wearing them on their sweatshirts and and in just cool creative ways that we can see people interacting with us like that so that's super cool temples us that shopify right shopify us temples Shopify US. Can't even think of the website name. We just made it right. <laughs> we'll, 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 get it, we'll get it right in the podcast description. It'll, exactly. be, it'll be it'll be in there. Yeah. Yeah. We got three one five audio media for music videos, right? Oh yeah, always putting out uh, new music videos since um, we've been putting out music videos now for a little over a year. Yeah, first like one was exactly June nineteenth of last year. So. Yeah. And since then, yeah, we just been putting out 
some more music videos here and there, and we have a new music video coming out in about three, four weeks. So we're gonna start uh, teasing that once we have more things considered with that that we can apply to a nice little campaign to showcase. So once we do that, we'll be talking about it, and that's coming up pretty soon. Totally, man. Besides that, we're of course just working on all these other projects of ours, whether they're small or big. It always involves music, and we're always mixing each other's stuff, and just always picking up more ideas. You know, the stuff we had in the folders that we would love to see come to fruition, and that's the plan, of course. So. Totally. Mm -hmm. And Charlie Mike, of course, has these awesome leaders he's cooking out on the daily, turning some nasty stuff. Definitely looking to do some shows. Hopefully, you know, maybe uh, branch off to a couple rap shows, you know, here and there. Maybe see if any metal gigs need a rapper, you know, to open up. I don't know. Definitely. But definitely just trying to stay busy and motivated and active. And, you know, every day is an opportunity to do something, you know. So just trying to just keep moving forward and stay active, basically. That's it. For sure. Well, Michael, John, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate the time. I love what you're doing. Keep doing your thing. Um, it's cool to come across uh, fellow creatives that uh, are on the come up and supporting each other, man. And I, I really think you guys are talented and you're kind down to earth dudes. And like I said, anytime I can get anybody on from the Midwest where I'm from, it's always a pleasure and a privilege because I feel like sometimes we get overlooked. You know what I mean? There's a lot of talent in the Midwest and I think it's uh it's it's the proof is really in the pudding, you know, and it's it's cool to see you guys doing your thing and mixing genres and doing doing your own stuff as well. So really appreciate the time, fellas. Totally, man. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. It's been awesome talking to you and definitely looking forward to talking again in the future. And we'll definitely recommend some some other artists that can come on here and have a chat with you. So sweet. Yeah, dudes, enjoy your Friday night, man. And again, please stay in touch. I, again, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And I believe high tides raises all ships. So yeah, if you if there's anything I can help you guys do, I mean, I'm still growing too, and I'm still figuring out all of the the marketing aspect of everything. Like I, I you know, because I, I book the shows, I, you know, do get ready for the the conversation, I put it all together. So eventually, I, I don't know, I might, I might get to a point where I just need to get somebody to help me with some of that stuff. But um, but I love oh, it, man. I love it. So I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And I appreciate you sharing some of your Friday night with me, man. Keep in touch. Definitely, dude. And um, yeah, we would love to help you out in any way that we can. Anything, any questions you ever have, we do a lot of work out here. And we work with a lot of other people that can help with like logistics stuff that, that we do. We go to certain people. We would be happy to recommend some people for you to go do to help you kind of organize things if you need to, whatever logistics stuff. I can always help you make ads anytime, buddy. Set me up. Sweet. I appreciate it. Well, thanks, fellas. Enjoy your night. Thanks, man. You too. We'll talk soon, man. Peace out, brother. For sure. Keep in touch. Peace, man. Righty dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Mike Boyer and John Mark McKenna of Temples. Make sure you go follow those guys on Instagram at the following handles. For Mike's music, you can follow him at Charlie Mike on Instagram, and that's Charlie with a V. For John, you can follow him at John underscore Mark underscore McKenna, and that's spelled M C K E N N A. And also follow 315 Audio and Media. That is John's company where, like I said, he does music videos, he does visuals, really cool stuff. 
and that is at 315 audio underscore media on Instagram. And then, of course, their musical project, Temples, you can follow on Instagram at Temples underscore US. Mike, John, I just want to say thanks again so much, dudes, for taking the time to do the podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation, learning more about y'all's stories coming out of the Chicago area, how you two met and collaborated with each other. I'm really digging the temple stuff and your individual stuff, man. It's um, it's really humbling to be able to connect with really cool, creative people out there. I was so anti-social media <laughs> for so long, just the old man in me. Um, I wasn't on Instagram, you guys, until like 2020, literally almost not even two years ago. I got on Instagram in June of 2020, so that shows you how behind the eight ball I am when it comes to a lot of the marketing and Instagram stuff and whatnot, but... That being said, man, uh, you know, with all the vitriol that's out there on social media, IG's really been a blessing for me. I've met so many cool creatives like Mike, like John, other great people who I've who I've discovered on this uh, uh, on this podcast, and 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 it's just been really cool to connect with people and collaborate with people. Not only feature them on this podcast, but uh, develop relationships and stay in touch with these guys too, man. It's really cool. So. Uh, and I and I hope Mike and John that we continue to go down that path, dudes. Like I hope that we continue to stay in touch because I'm a big fan of what y'all are doing. Once again, everybody, at Charlie Mike, at John Mark McKenna, at Three One Five Audio Media, at Temples US. All of the links will be in the podcast description. Avoidant is such a great song, as well as their other singles that they've come out with with Temples over the last couple of years, man. It's just really cool to see these guys making a name for themselves. They've got a web store now where they're selling merch. So that link will be in the podcast description as well. But uh, but yeah, man, I, I hope this episode is just an example to all of you out there of the cool things that can happen when you pursue your passions, you know. The fact that I'm doing what I'm doing and they're doing what they're doing and we were able to connect, like none of that happens if you give up on your dreams, if you give up on the things that speak to you, whether it's music, whether it's drawing, whether it's exercise, cooking, whatever your creative outlet is, don't give up on that. Don't silence that voice in yourself, that desire that you have to chase those things. You know, like I've said numerous times on this show before, we all got to eat, we all got to pay bills, we all got to keep the lights on, keep food in the fridge. And some of you guys listening might have other mouths out there that you got to feed besides just your own mouth. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I know what it's like. And we're in tough times right now, you know, not just in America, but across the world. If you look at inflation rates, not only in the United States, but other countries, man, COVID is hurting everybody. Um, And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because that's not what y'all came here for. But just to drive home the point that I know it's difficult for a lot of people out there right now. So we all got to eat. We all got to go to work. We all got to do what we got to do to survive, man. But that doesn't mean you can't make time for the people and the things in your life that really make you feel alive outside of punching the clock or whatever it is you do for your day job. And maybe you really love your day job. You know what I'm saying? I learn something new every day at my job and I work with great people. I'm extremely grateful. But outside of that, man, like I, I have this need, this itch that I have to scratch with this podcast where I, I just, I have that desire to connect with people and hope that, uh, you know, through some of the darker things that we cover on this podcast in terms of, uh, you know, subjects that a lot of people tend to keep to themselves in terms of anxiety, you know, depression, things like that. You know, this podcast talking about avoidant attachment style and um, the, the meaning behind Temple's single avoidant. You know those those things aren't easy things to cover. They're not they're not easy subjects to tackle, and that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is provide a platform 
for innovators and creators, you know, people chasing their dreams, especially independent artists out there who don't get, you know, the kind of shine, in my opinion, that they deserve. Like, I I want this to be a place where you guys can come and, and discover new music or you know, learn more about people who are going through things that you're going through. Because I think oftentimes, especially when we look at people in the entertainment industry, we tend to forget that they're human. You know what I'm saying? And that goes both ways. That goes with praise and going, oh, man, look at look at how sick their stage is and all the people that, you know, are coming out to see them perform live or, you know, shows like MTV Cribs over the years that give you a window into people's lifestyles or I guess perceived lifestyles, right? Like money, fame, everything that comes with it. Um, but sometimes people trash people online and I don't understand that either because it's like, nobody's forcing you to listen to something you don't like or to watch a movie you don't like. I don't, I never understood people taking the time to hate on something on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Um, like whoever it is like, Oh, that song stinks or that person stinks. It's like, no, they don't like to me, a good, a good piece of advice to live by, um, is, is, is don't speak on things that you don't understand or don't, don't tear people down you know, uh, lift each other up. High tides raises all ships, you know what I mean? So I think it's important to lift each other up, to inspire each other, you know, to really lead from a place of love, you know, and that might sound kind of hippy dippy to some people, but I really believe it, man. So, you know, not everything's going to be for you, you know, not every music genre is going to be for you. Not every artist is going to be for you. Not every podcast is going to be for you, right? But, you know, taking the time to go on the internet and like, you know, go at somebody or negatively talk about somebody like the world doesn't need that right now. You know, it really doesn't need that right now. What we need is people coming together, lifting each other up, inspiring each other and uh, taking care of each other, man, you know, because we're all we got, you know what I mean? So that's why it's such a pleasure for me to do these podcasts, because it's really therapeutic for me. And it's really just all about connecting with people in a positive way. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that conversation. And like I said, man, make sure that you go check out what these guys are doing. Who knows? Maybe you're an independent artist out there and you're trying to figure out, hey, you know, I'm I'm looking for some beats. Hit up Charlie Mike or, hey, man, maybe I'm looking for like somebody to work with to do some cool visuals. Hit up John because he does that with 315 Audio and Media. And of course, if you love headbanging, baby, make sure you check out Temple. So on that note, I'm just going to say thank you again to everybody who's listening to the podcast, everybody who's on this ride with me. It truly means a lot. The show wouldn't be where it is right now if it weren't for all the people who are telling a friend to tell a friend, who are liking and subscribing, you know, outside of my close friends and family who who I know ride with me. I love you all. I love all the listeners of this podcast, man. So I appreciate anybody who takes the time to check out the show. So if this is your first episode, again, welcome aboard. I appreciate you. And as much as I hate begging for likes and subs and all that stuff, the reality is if you go to Apple or if you go to Spotify and you take the time to leave a rating and a review for this podcast, it helps these conversations get out to more people. And then ultimately, more people will know about Mike and John and the cool stuff that they're doing on their own creatively and also with Temples, man. So that's ultimately what I want to happen with this podcast. So if you would be so kind, please take the time to leave a rating and a review if you enjoyed the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And let's spread the love and spread the word about the creative people like Mike and John who are doing their thing, man, because we need we need more new blood. We need more new energy. And uh, I'm always somebody who's interested in discovering new music or discovering something new creatively. And these guys are definitely doing their thing and, and bringing, bringing something powerful and, and awesome to the table. So 
I really appreciate everybody. Thank you so much. I hope that everybody has a great week. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of Mike and John of Temples, here is their single, Avoidant. Peace. (laughs) 